Serious, people who spend days, weeks or months at sea. What is the creepiest or most unsettling thing you've seen or that has happened out there? Losing the horizon on a calm star-filled night. It gets super dark and the light from the moon and stars is reflected from the surface of the water. It's like you're sailing across a universe. That sounds more amazing than creepy. I would love to experience that. Two things. Both off of the east coast of Tasmania on a fishing trawler but on different occasions. One. One of the deckhands slipped and a fish pick went straight through his eye. I was on deck and remember it happening in very slow motion. It took over 12 hours for a chopper to come and lift him to hospital. I'll never forget the screaming. 2. One night on deck after pulling up the net, everyone could hear a man yelling. We couldn't quite hear exactly what they were saying but they were obviously distressed. The strange thing was that we were on deck before sunset and didn't see anyone or anything else around. We called out and searched for hours. We saw and found nothing. There were no reports of missing fishermen, ships, distress signals, etc. Scared the crap out of everyone and was a very quiet trip for the rest of the week. Sailing on a tall ship off the south coast of Ireland. A heavy fog rolled in. There was still light from the sun to see by, but it was just white in every direction I looked. I climbed up to the top of the main mast, and looking down, I could see a perfect circle of water just encircling the ship, then nothing. It felt like we were floating in a simulation, and was simultaneously one of the coolest and eeriest things I've experienced. We were anchored out on France and I was out on the sponson. Did I spell that right? Smoking. I watched a little red light creep along underwater next to the ship for a good 10 minutes. It was smooth and slow moving. Scared me, but I kept thinking I'm on a navy ship. I can see all the lights. The absolute feeling of aloneness, not loneliness. Different in the middle of the night, no moon or stars, just the darkness. The hum of the ship and the sound of your own breathing. If you stare off into the darkens too long you can kinda feel it pulling you, almost hypnotic. Sounds cheesy but so freaking true. I always kept my back to the wall just to ground myself. Three things stand out in my memory. 1. Being deep out at sea during a massive storm and being in the trough between waves. Seeing the swell just rising on either side of the ship like massive walls is very intimidating. 2. Again, during a storm but seeing lightning hit the ocean nearby. It just lights up and foams then you see dead fish float to the top. But the way the ocean lights up is pretty surreal. 3. A nice one. Had a pod of dolphins follow us for about a week. Every day we would watch them playing in our wake. It's pretty awesome. It was about 11.30pm. We were about 200 miles away from the nearest point of land. Saw a white flare go off. I let the officer of the watch know and gave him rough bearings. Flare was no more than 10 miles away. The officer got the captain. Captain told us to head in that direction. There was nothing in that direction according to the radar but better safe than sorry. Captain wasn't too worried as it wasn't a distress flare. Followed that path for half an hour but came across nothing so went back to our normal course. Right before the watches swapped at 0 hundred hours and right before we turned back on course, heard some whistling on VHF channel 16. Normally the distress frequency, but still nothing on our radars. The captain still wasn't concerned so we left it at that. I made a log of the events and our coordinates just in case something did happen and someone was actually lost at sea but nothing was ever reported by the coast god or any other vessel. 
I was backpacking through Panama and sailed down to Colombia on a sailboat. A day or so past the San Blas Islands we were in open ocean. Everywhere you looked was ocean until the horizon. One night we got stuck in a bad storm and lightning was right over top of us and I was asleep in the bunk when lightning stuck very close to us and woke me up and scared me half to death. I went out on the deck to try and calm down as it was around 3am. I found the captain out on deck looking off towards the horizon. He was staring at this black shape that we could only see when lightning struck in the distant. He said it was probably a small island but there were no islands in the area. I watched it really closely and noticed it was moving and fast. The shape was pitch black and I soon came to the conclusion it was a boat and not a regular boat it was a drug running boat. They kept all of their running light and navigation lights off to remain hidden from prying eyes. Needless to say that was a bit unnerving as the area is known for drug smuggling and pirates. The captain ended up grabbing the spear gun and said just make sure they keep heading north and not towards us. 1. There's this time on sea called TPOD. Total period of darkness. It's nothing much, but there is no moon during this time. Moreover as there is absolutely no source of light in the open sea, so TPOD can get a little weird. You would see absolutely nothing. It's just your ship sailing into nothingness, while the waves splatter your bows. 2. Saw pirates once in Indian Ocean. Now, when you see a vessel on the edge of the horizon, there's no telling how long it will take for you two to come across. But this small pirate boat took, I think a minute or so to cross our bows. They had a couple of AK-47s and had covered their faces. And yes, they had a very fast boat. Dang that is scary. Did they mess with your ship or just carry on? I work on Lake Michigan now and I can hear someone crying out in the middle of lake at 2am when it's calm sometimes. I'm also on a 100 plus year old barge that used to be a ship so it's probably haunted. I was working on a car carrier 4 years ago in the Middle East. Our typical route went through pirate waters at times, and so we always picked up 4 ex-marines as security in a car bar. Jordan before we went. One night while we were going through pirate waters off of Yemen we started to have problems with the main engine. So we stopped and had to drift for a bit to figure out what the problem was. During this time I was working on the stern, back end of the vessel. I couldn't really see anything out in the ocean. Everything was dimly lit on the ship. I don't know why, but I got bored and turned on the spotlight and there he was. This guy with a gun in a rusted little boat staring at me about 15 feet from the ship. I just stared back at him, kind of stunned. I was afraid if I reached for the radio to call one of the marines he'd shoot me. The marines had weapons. So he looked at me and I looked at him and he sort of gave me a nod as if he was telling me well played and I gave him one back. Then he slowly rode his boat back off into the deep pitch black night. I didn't know how many others there were. But I did call it in on the radio as soon as I lost sight of him. I still remember his face today, that deep stern concentrated look. Jesus that would scare the crap out of me. Thanks for finding the post. During watch, I saw what must have been 300 dolphins in pods of 5-10 all leaping as they passed us. I saw the dilapidated boat of Haitian refugees. About 50 of them were children. We sailed close enough for me to see their faces and the sight seared into my mind. Most unsettling experience was a man overboard drill we conducted in the evening. We dropped Oscar over the side with his PFD and emergency light. After turning the ship around, the sun was all but gone. I tried to keep an eye on the PFD light the entire time, as Oscar drifted between the waves. 
It put into perspective of how important it is to keep an eye on someone who's fallen overboard. Even a blink and you'll lose where it is. How small you are compared to such vast ocean of nothing. Probably when the ship goes completely silent from a power failure. No vibrations. No sound of air coming through the duct. And no lights except for battle lanterns. This happens between the loss of main power and the start of emergency power. Or when the main seawater pump was losing suction. It was fluctuating the frequency of the generators causing the lights to go bright and dim in quick succession until the generator tripped due to overspeed. Saw pirates off the African coast by Djibouti. I got a couple more stories from my time out there. More stories. In port in Estonia during the summer. Sat on top of the stack and watched as the sun dipped just under the horizon just to come right back up. In some parts of the ocean. The propeller with agitate bioluminescent algae causing a light show to appear underwater in the wake. I had a real freak out one morning after I got off the night watch. Right after I fell asleep, the navy side decided to do a live fire exercise. The 25mm cannon was right above my stateroom. As others have already said, the aloneness in the TPOD is an experience all in itself. Nothing but blackness. Stars abundant in the sky, but not enough to see the horizon. If you're lucky, the only sounds you hear are the vibrations of the ship. The rest of the noise you hear is from your mind trying to comprehend the silence and darkness. As I go through these stories in my head, probably the creepiest thing that has ever happened was being told of a shipmate who lost it. He started stabbing dirty laundry bags saying that the ghosts were out to get him. When his roommates got the knife from him, he reached into his rack and grabbed another, and then another, and then another. All in all, guy had like 20 knives and a pair of safety scissors. Edit 2. Electric Boogaloo. Unsettling. We got a report of a lifeboat that got loose from a ship in a bad storm. We were tasked in finding it to put a marker on it. We didn't have the means of recovering it. Seeing a half-sunken lifeboat adrift in open waters gave me some serious chills. Unsettling. We got a report of an abandoned sailboat. We believe it was from the same storm. Tasked with marking it and to recover the inflatable life raft the Spanish Coast Guard used to rescue those on board. Creepy, being told by a shipmate all the places she has fricked in the engine room. Funny, drunk guy on board took a crap in a bucket and left it in the paint locker. Chief mate was not amused. Often take my smallish fishing boat with just me or sometimes another person on board for a night or two. Marine mammals coming close to the bait on a dark night and breathing is pretty unsettling. Dead quiet and then a bloody great exhalation. Seeing whales in the sand are less than 20 feet under the boat is pretty strange and you just gotta hope they look before they surface and don't get wrapped up with the anchor. The worst however was waking up to find the anchor had let go and I was drifting on a moonless night complete disoriented and still not fully awake. Took a while to process what had happened and the realization process was not fun. My dad woke up at 3am out on the boat and decided to chuck a line in. A seal popped up out of the water mop and scared the crap out of him haha. <laughs> guys, guys he's awake. Watch this. My uncle was an engineer from the age of 16 when he was kicked out of the house until last year around 63. He's had ship sink that he was meant to be on, with his best friend drowning in the process. Somali pirates tried to get aboard one time, had kalashnikovs and all, they dropped a fridge on their boat on Mayo. Worked on a cruise ship, we had an Oscar call, man overboard, the ship turned on a dime, almost sideways to turn around to get him. 
When the rescue boat tried to pull him out of the water he kept swimming away from them yelling don't take me back there. You can't take me back there. I won't go with you. I'm not going to die. He had stopped taking some meds apparently and thought all the employees on board were in a cult and wanted to kill him. Accidentally swam above the nesting site of this big butt trigger fish. Thing got angry and kept attacking me. Dive buddy managed to find a submerged metal rod. He used that to fend off the aggressive fish just like a Spartan doing last stand. Swimming in Cuba with my dad. Just on the beach kinda bit and was getting tired so I put my feet on this rock. Some blackfish with weird teeth bit my small toe and I thought I caught it on a rock. But the sucker kept trying to bite me until I swam like 10 meters away from him. It was weird that this fish, smaller than my palm was squaring up to me from standing on his rock. When you're hundreds of miles from the nearest human and you see a mountain dew can float by or a whale entanglement, it's pretty upsetting. Or sitting dark and ship in complete darkness looking at the stars you've ever seen and realizing how tiny you really are. Honestly, the deja vu. There was an entire day where I became physically ill because I couldn't shake the feeling that this day was exactly like the one before it. The sound of a propeller spooling up, the smell of exhaust, someone patting me on my back, the steps I took and the thoughts I had thought. It was so strange of a feeling that I still have no idea what actually happened. You died the first time. In the South China Sea, there tends to be a lot of small fishermen boats trying to catch deep sea fish. Our aircraft carrier annihilated one. This happened in the middle of the day so you could see the debris. I heard mixed stories about whether or not the fisherman was okay in the end, but a lot of people got humor fucked for that. Most unsettling thing I've ever seen was actually on a relatively short trip, relatively close inland. We were on this big old catamaran of all things, just headed out on a day trip in the fall. It was a quite cool fall day, raw, grey, and rainy on the coast of New England. Actually, very rainy, but the drink seemed calm enough from shore, so about 200 landlubbers who don't normally do any boating cram onto the boat. You've got about 3 levels inside, with a deck on the first then another topside above, and this thing normally whips at about 30 knots. Anyways, we get out there a bit, and it gets rougher than it looked. The boat's getting tossed around some. I'm running around the deck and topside getting positively soaked by some of the heaviest rain I've been outside in. Then I go inside. It was like what I imagined the freaking plague was like in the 1300s. I mean... It looked like a scene out of some post-apocalypse movie where everyone got Ebola or something. It's just dozens and dozens of people, all close to each other, not enough buckets, all at various stages of puking or having just puked. Freaking vomit was everywhere. The stench was totally unbearable. People were just hawking up bile by near the end of it. The higher floors were no better. I went topside and dealt with the driving rain and getting tossed around just to avoid the plague. It was probably the second closest to hypothermia I've ever gotten. I was frozen to the bone getting off that freaking boat. And I didn't eat all day because the puke party was so gross. I'm lurking in this thread way after the fact. But I hope you know I am inconsolably cackling at the term hawking up bile to the point of tears. Thank you for the laugh. An intruder alert over the 1MC. 600 miles off the coast of Japan. We were all trying to figure out a... 
How stupid an intruder would have to be to board an aircraft carrier at C. 600 nm from the nearest land. And B. Was I going to have to repel borders in this day and age? Where's my cutlass? Where are the carronades? Then. Seven minutes later. The announcement came. This is a drill. Repeat. This is a drill. Dang. Your eye would have the same thought process as you. Anyone trying to board an aircraft carrier is either stupid or extremely dangerous. Mildly NSW. A story I heard from when I was in the navy. But a couple of years ago on a ship there was a male creeping around jerking off guys while they slept. Someone thought they were having a wet dream and woke up to the guy giving him a handy but the creep ran away before he was caught. They called him the rack. Slang for bed. Jack bandit and to this day his identity remains unknown. Here's a positive one. Someone else mentioned the total period of darkness. However if you are in an area with plenty of stars, this period is one of the most beautiful natural phenomena you can find. Combine this with totally still seas, and the reflection makes it appear like the boat is traveling through space. A transcendent experience. The best view of the stars I ever got was crossing the English channel as a kid. I really want to see them from further out to sea but I've got more qualifications to get before that happens. Next best thing has been the stars from the mountains in Snowdonia. Such a beautiful place. Not exactly creepy but I had a panic attack when I was a rookie on a tall ship. I was alone in the room with radio, no officer nearby for a while and then I hear. Frederick Chopin. Frederick Chopin. Frederick Chopin. You are heading east. What is your intention? I imagined all sorts of military vessels about to shoot at us while I called for officer in panic. I feel like drinking and whoring would be my answer. Sure I would get in deep crap, but I think it would be worth it. It's not really creepy but I once woke up while sleeping on deck, got dressed and started getting my things together before I realized that it was only 3am. The full moon was extremely low and combined with the reflection off the water it looked like daylight. That was a normal thing for me with extreme lack of sleep. I would wake up to putting my boots on or working on my blanket. It was everyone too not just me. I would even do it for a while after I got home. I've seen more creepy stuff in port than at sea. For example, a man hung himself from his mast one Christmas. I was giving a briefing on deck and didn't notice until the police arrived to cut him down. I moved my guys below deck pretty quickly then but was not comfortable with how long we'd had a corpse in our vista. I've also been followed along a quay by a master baiting fisherman. I didn't like that as there was nobody else on my boat and only the sea beyond it. Fortunately he was, like most flashers, totally non-confrontational so I could do a 180 back to the crew in the bar. It still shook me how unnerved and vulnerable I felt for those few minutes though. At sea, I suppose the creepiest thing was still fairly coastal. Doing an overnight crossing from the Balearics to the mainland, I was caught out by an unforecasted lightning storm. My crew were very inexperienced and hasn't even packed waterproofs. Also, the boat had a carbon fiber mast, which is great for weight and stability but can explode if hit by lightning. So it was a tough night anyway. Then I heard a mayday of a man overboard only 20m from us. It was a hard decision to carry on away from the boat in distress and towards the edge of the weather system. The good news is that they found him alive at dawn. It was still a wet, fraught, and guilt-ridden night listening to the search until then. Dead body. My ships was crossing the Atlantic for a med cruise and we found some dude floating that had been in the water for some time. 
we launched a boat to go retrieve the remains and parts of the dude came off while the crew was trying to get him into the boat. That was pretty gross. My ship was doing a transatlantic in the middle of winter. We kept receiving updated optimized routes because of the number of storms around us. Sea conditions got to the point where our CO told the crew that unless they were going on watch, non-essential work was suspended. While this was going on, our mast gained some cracks as well as some of our superstructure. We had piping on the wee third deck get partially ripped from the bulkhead. On a tall ship for the military, we had a guy fall from the rig and land in the water. It was in the middle of a storm in the Caribbean. When we brought him back onto the ship, we saw he'd broken his leg and hip. So he'd tread water for about 12 minutes without the use of his legs in 5-6 featuring swells. We made an emergency stop in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba and dropped him off to get treatment. He's been flown back to the states and he's recovering pretty well. I was running a fishing boat on a lake and we came across a boat that had just sank. First we found a sweater then a hat. We slowed down and and found a debris field. We were the only boat in the area at the time. We then assisted in the search for the victims. Guys had Brennan missing for a day. Luckily a helicopter found them 10 miles away alive. It was super unsettling. Thank god they found Brennan. He is the main DPS in my DND group. Didn't know he did sailing though. So this is a story from my dad. He spent 14 years in the US Navy serving aboard nuclear fast attack submarines. This story is more unsettling that it is creepy. He and his boat were deployed into the North Sea and about a week into their voyage one of the senior enlisted crew members died of a heart attack. Well submarine have very tight operational security, which means once they go under the water they won't come up unless it's an emergency or they reach a US naval base. So when this guy died only a week into their operation they only had done choice. Put him in the freezer. So there was a dead member of their crew in the freezer for nearly two months. Oh and because they had to clear out room to fit him everyone on board was ordered to eat a triple serving of ice cream or it would go bad. Returning from deployment during desert storm, we were in the middle of the Atlantic, like seriously, middle of nowhere, deep ocean. Suddenly we had a contact on the radar. As we get closer, it's as seriously small, like 40 feet or so, sailboat with an old guy standing up waving his arms and hailing us. As we draw closer, it's a little old man, on this boat, in the middle of nowhere, with only his dog. We thought for sure he needed assistance but, nope, just wanted to know if we had any cigarettes we could give him. We ended up giving him some fresh water, extra food, a couple of ship's hats and t-shirts, and he was on his way. So imagine that, thousands of miles from anything, dude just needed some smokes. A lot of suicide and a lot of ghost stories. Nothing's creepier than going down to the 8th deck on a tiny butt ladder at 2am when you're in a humid part of the world. The radios sometimes don't work down there and if you slip and fall who knows when you'll be found if you've got a crap watch team. Last year I was on the USS North Carolina, the old battleship from WW2. One of things I concluded, that even when I was a younger man, I probably would have knocked myself cold trying to run up and down those ladders and through the hatches in wartime. Because the ship is a museum, they have bumper pads at head height on most of the openings to protect the public. A buddy of mine who ships cargo in a huge frickin ship had to fight some speedboat pirates off with a hose once. Pretty wild story, to be honest. 
The second I heard speedboat pirates I thought he was fricking with me but it turns out pirates jam out on speedboats these days. I used to work on a class C freighter. I vividly remember standing out by the bow of the ship on a cloudless summer night. We witnessed a light in the sky that was similar to a to a plane but moving at a much higher speed. It didn't twinkle in the same way as some of the satellites we had often observed. Suddenly, this speeding object took a sharp 90 degrees turn before vanishing into the night. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. Bye for now.